Hello, and welcome to Two Weeks from Tuesday, a podcast that aims to be a friend and a confidant in life, love, and relationships through music, new perspectives, and truth. We are always here for you. I'm your host, Aaliyah Bloom. And I'm your host, Aaron Wakefield. And, and this, this is, is Two Weeks, Weeks from Tuesday. Tuesday. You should listen to what you want. Yeah, you deserve. Listen to what makes you happy. If you want to listen to psych rock, you should do that. A little bit of folk? Go for it. If you want to play heavy metal at the Kickback Maddie, go ahead. Music? It's expression. It's everything. Honestly, you're right. This theme song slaps. Thank you, Nico, for creating this for us. We are so happy to be here. Thank you all for listening. Can you believe we're here? We have a whole podcast. It feels surreal. It is beginning to feel surreal. <laughs> Two weeks from Tuesday, we're a lifestyle music podcast that's used to uplift up-and-coming musicians. Every other Tuesday, we're going to be releasing an episode that has a corresponding playlist to match the theme of our content. Um, and we'll be highlighting um, an up-and-coming musician at the end of the episode for an interview. And our first episode today is called Where Did All the Time Go? Where did it go? Where, oh, where, 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 I don't know. Time? We will get into it. Oh, <laughs> we're oh. about to just get in to the passing of time. Let's let's rewind, though, a little bit and just talk about who we are, how we met. So Aaron and I, we met all the way back in high school. Can you believe it's almost been seven years? It's six. I've been counting. Once it's seven, it's the golden rule, and we will be friends Forever. Yes. Every year, Aaliyah brings this up to me. I just, and maybe even like a few times a year, she's like, we're about to hit the seven year mark. I'm pretty sure she started this at year three. She's like, we're almost there. We're about to hit the seven year mark. I mean, that means we're going to be friends forever. There's a scientific method. And once you hit seven years, it's lifelong. Honestly, we're, we're, I don't honestly, know. we're almost there. <laughs> I don't know if Aaron knew we were going to be lifelong friends when we met. <laughs> I, I, yeah, no. I didn't think we. I didn't think we. I knew it. Blog, I knew but. it. I manifested <laughs> yeah. that. We we met back in the day in high school. We were, we met a track actually, and Erin was the pro runner. She was always faster than everyone, and somehow she was so cool and was still talking to me. I was in the back of the line <laughs> when we were running, <laughs> and we would just like play games as we did like the warm up jogs and stuff. And then we started talking outside the track and realized we both had a passion for screenwriting and music and creativity. Yeah, I was so excited when Aaliyah said that she um, was a screenwriter because I used to, well, I have been writing since I was like 10 years old or probably earlier than that. Um, and I got into writing scripts like when high school started and everybody was like, why are you just sitting down and writing like pages and pages for something that's not for school? So I was so excited to meet her and like have that connection we even made a screenwriting, uh, like high school soap drama. Would you would you say it was called Elite back in oh, the day? Yeah. It was well, it was actually college. They were in college. <laughs> we we knew nothing about college. We knew nothing about anything we were talking about in that series. In but college, it was like we 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 wrote about a little bit of drugs, sex, murder. We I think we made it as dramatic as, as it, possible. And but we we thought it was of, like Riverdale, but college. <laughs> we thought it was a tasteful tasteful amount of drama. But looking back, I think that none of this was realistic we just thought this like people were just taking like i don't know some like really like heroin like yeah. in college there was a full-on drug overdose in one of the episodes it was like at the end of season one i was like this is how we're gonna end this I, season I thought this we is murdered, so good i thought we murdered someone in we season probably one. did we did everything <laughs> and like the ch and it's like we both have done the college experience and it's, and that's not how it was I, at it's all. probably for the better honestly yeah um 
yeah, we got like what thirteen episodes into that <laughs> into that series. We've read through it, and it's just it's not going anywhere. But it's it's nice to have it in the archives, just to it's reminisce. Cute memory. We we'll, yeah. we'll frame frame that memory. Yeah. Um, but I, I'll give Aaron some credit for my music taste back in the day. I don't. I not that I had bad music taste. I just didn't know a lot and. At the beginning of our friendship, she sent me, like, five iconic bands. I remember she was listening to The Wombats, Paramore. Um, Catfish in the Catfish Bottle, in the man. Bottle man, um, Panic at the Disco. Like, I knew maybe, like, I knew, like, Misery Business. But then she would show me all these other cool ones. And then I started learning about how fun it is to find these bands that I didn't know. And I just started loving music in general and how it connects people. And I don't know, right? Yeah. Um, I think... I think music has been something that's connected us from the beginning. Um, at first, it was something that like bonded us because I could teach Aaliyah about music, and that was something that was so exciting for me because like, my family didn't want to hear that. They didn't want to hear about my, my rock music. They were an R&B, 90s R&B family, and <laughs> they didn't want to hear about Catfish in the Bottom, and they were like, what, what is that? And Aaliyah was there to listen, and she, like, and she wanted to, yeah, she was there to listen and learn. Um, yeah, I so. just took off myself. And <laughs> now we have a what a ninety eight percent Spotify blend rating, which that is, is hard to compete with. I don't have remotely close with anyone else, and we're also top Spotify listeners. Like at, at that like what, yeah. yearly, I honestly think I'm in like the point one percent of Dijon listeners. Okay, <laughs> you, you can flex. That's cool. I'm about to flex, Dijon. If you're listening, come come here. <laughs> I'm in the top ninety six percent of listening, just like for hours. I'm pretty high. I think you're like ninety seven or something yeah. for most listen to hours we're incredible neither of us know how to play instruments but we listen to a lot of music we are Sp- spotify music says we listen to a lot of music yes. so i think it's legit right yeah. and we also use a lot of those apps what or um spotify like Spot it could, stats spotty stats and um obscurify where you can see oh. how obscure your music taste is <laughs> I, we just want to be weird and different yeah. we're trying our best yeah. but tell us what you think all na- <laughs> like weird and different but like all natural yes of course of course it's just indie underground um edgy you know whatever that, um yeah <laughs> but we think we both like um i don't know we we both connect through music because um it speaks louder than words yeah Some, sometimes like Aaron, she gets in like her sad stages and i'll just see on the sidebar her listening to like a very specific playlist and i won't expose you and i'll be like i'll just text her i won't even tell her like i saw this i'll be like hey bud you just, good like <laughs> like, it, like it's hard to like reach out to Aaron sometimes i'm like hey like you do you doing all right be like i'm fine i'll be like, <laughs> like oh I, should we give a call should we have a call uh yeah <laughs> should, uh, yeah. And yeah. so and then Aaron does the same. She checks on me. Like that's that sidebar is honestly the tea. Yes. I, that is herbal tea right there. <laughs> herbal tea. <laughs> or whatever tea you want, but like I can see how everyone is doing. I'm the I'm the therapist. Yeah. Uh, people are like, How are you so intuitive and know what I'm feeling? I'm like I just looked at your Spotify queen. <laughs> yeah, I don't tell them that though. I'm just like, Okay, I think I just really like I just understand you. Yeah. Like, um looking at someone's playlist in Spotify, like that just that says so it tells much. you it tells you how they're feeling like their soul it's the it's the gateway to their soul what's going on um yeah so Ali and I have been long distance friends since the end of high school because I graduated and moved 
back to Illinois, back to the Midwest, oh. coming from Massachusetts, which was just unfortunate, what to is be completely even, honest. I've, I visited you like maybe once. I don't even- Good thing. You don't need to see it. What, what's happening there? Cornfields. Oh, I'm not- I don't like corn. That's fine. Yeah. Oh, I'd get lost be. in one. I probably wouldn't be able to- we, I wouldn't be able to have an episode too. Uh, honestly, <laughs> uh, it's just too much. If you if you can avoid the Midwest, avoid it at all costs. But- um. We were long, we were long distance friends after high school, and music was something that, like, we're both busy people. We're both very driven people, and we're we're always moving, um, which doesn't allow very much time for conversations over the phone. And if we do text, um, our back and forth is like 150 text messages within five minutes, and then we go, okay, gotta go, and then like maybe we'll call tonight. Yeah, but we're very supportive of each other, like each other's independence, and us just trying to reach our dreams because we're we're hustling out here. And we, we we don't have time hustlers. to be texting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but um, sometimes like if I can't really talk or if Aaliyah can't really talk, we'll just send a song and be like, listen to this, and, then and it, that's it, just it makes a, sense. Yeah, it's just a way for us to connect and just really like say what's going on without really having to say it or take the time to just have a three-hour phone call, which sometimes happens. <laughs> it speaks louder than words, but yeah. um, so it's it's pretty crazy that we're here. I just don't know how the time has moved so fast. And like I just when we started cre- creating this podcast, it was about a year ago, right? Yeah, it, I it feels like that was yesterday. We were like recording over the computer on Zoom. <laughs> And I'm just like, I'm thinking about time and like who you were when I first met you, just baby Aaron. Oh, goodness. And I'm now thinking about baby Aaliyah too and how we have changed. Aaron, how, how do you say I was back in the day? Tell, you can expose me if you Ooh. need to. Tell the listeners. Um, So Aaliyah wanted to be a popular girl. I don't know what she, I think she, at the time she was obsessed with Gossip Girl and I think she wanted to be Serena Vander Woodson. Or maybe which... I wanted to be with Serena Vanders. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, she was kind of a mean girl, which is out of completely out of character for Aaliyah because she is the kindest person I know. Like I don't even know. I she is just the sweetest, kindest, like most down to earth person in the world. I've never met anybody like her. And the fact that she was trying to hide that for the sake of high school, for the sake of fitting in, it, it makes me sad to think about. But we've, we've come a long way and she she's not like that now. She is just, she is 100% Aaliyah. She's all the Aaliyah she can be. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying my best because I just, I don't have time to fake it anymore. I don't mm-hmm. know. I think back in the day in high school, I would, I, I, I had some outfits back then. Ooh. Ooh, the sweatpants oh. with the crop tops? Ooh. Let's, <laughs> not, let's not get into it. But we've we've grown. I'm right now wearing like a diggy shirt. I'm just living my best life. You with are. jeans. Pearl necklace, (laughs) pearl necklace, and grandma's like silver lock. What? It's a it's a blend of necklaces. That's who I am. That's just who you are. And we're gonna expose you, Miss Erin. It's not like exposing, but Erin has come a long way as well. I think we both had some character development. Erin, back in the day, she wanted to be a lawyer. She probably she had I think a strict path for everything. She wanted to go to Dartmouth, be a lawyer, marry a husband, quick, quick. She was on a timeline, ready to go. 
she always had really cool style though but it was just never the style that like anyone like those popular girls were wearing she would wear like the band tee and the ripped jeans and cardigan (laughs) the cardigan and have like really cool like fun socks that would always precisely match that whatever she was wearing do you remember my milk socks those are the iconic socks (laughs) they were green milk socks oh we've had so many good memories with those milk socks (laughs) but um rip to the milk socks i i they have a huge hole in the both in the bottom of both of them because i was playing basketball without shoes on the night of our graduation oh was i there yeah oh i don't remember (laughs) (laughs) oh we will get into basketball at some point but aaron uh just i think from a like when i first met her she's very observational always very intuitive but also like very quiet and uh maybe avoidant is the right word and if she didn't want to be somewhere she would leave i think that was her red flag if we were just <laughs> talking and she like with a group of people and she didn't want to be like talking to these people at lunch she would just leave she wouldn't tell anyone and be like 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 run after her and be like where are you going she's like oh i'm just gonna walk to the bookstore real quick and like that's like two miles away the <laughs> bookstore was fully two miles away from our high school i was like you can like say you don't want to be here or something you're like tell like we can do something she's like no i'm just gonna go i'm gonna she put in her headphones and then she'd come back with a book be like look what i got be like oh well i'm happy you had a good little adventure but then aaron has become very different than that she is very personable very outgoing very loving and has always been incredibly creative hardworking, a leader a role model and loyal and my best friend clearly she I, she's my only one i got right now so, <laughs> so and I, I think we've just come a long way yeah um so a funny story about high school we actually used to be a trio we called ourselves the three musketeers um, we, we still have a spray painted 3m on the track of our high school that is <laughs> that, that really like imprinted who we were and yeah. i run on that track still sometimes when i'm at home and i'm like Ooh, that 3m is still there we were spray painting it everywhere for some reason what what we had I a don't little know what the phase point of, that was. of spray painting we yeah just, we were just going around tagging newton massachusetts it's like that's just like a very how do you describe newton where we're from just like Ooh, it's like, just like a really uppity neighborhood right outside of boston it's like white suburb rich yeah. like yeah and plain yeah very plain and we just thought we were badass and like angsty um yeah. because we just didn't have anything better to do with our time i guess yeah we just would <laughs> we'll go, go gonna go around tagging our high school <laughs> yeah well i hope mom the the no one's listening to this from new north yeah, yeah don't tell anyone keep sorry to the administration there <laughs> yeah, yo, we owe you one anyway maybe we'll give you a shout out but um let's let's get to the theme of today today we are talking about the passing of time and the weight of all of that i think aaron and i it's really funny like we're someone who can be we're both people like when we hang out we can be very light and funny and goofy but then we like have a very easy switch of like one th- it's a domino f- effect one thing leads to the next and then we get deep really quick and you it always happens on the train it's like we're talking about like we enter the train talking about books or boys or nonsense or music yeah. and then like, then we go right into talking about just time the way it passes like the deeper parts of relationships how far we've come and it's like we just pick up right where we left off so I, like I'm in New York and Aaliyah's in Boston um and whenever she comes like say we're going to Brooklyn or something and that's an hour train ride for me because I'm up in Washington Heights um but we'll get on the train and we'll be talking about something random and then we'll just immediately go into something extremely deep 
and then the train will stop and we'll be like, oh, got to get off. And then we'll get off the train and start talking about just something surface level again. <laughs> but it happens so quick. It's like the train went. We're like, oh, that was done. We were like, And then it's like we shake our heads and we're like, oh. Oh, that we just that was like a went lot. Into, like, if, I like, I wonder what other people like think when they're hearing us because we get into yeah, like, and it, so much so that it feels like everything disappears around us. <laughs> yeah, like I, I don't know. I think something we were talking about recently about time is just how how to let go of it because it's something that we are all like powerless to. Time will go on until global warming kicks us in the ass <laughs> and we just it stops or does time stop once global warming stops mm, time is a construct so has time ever started interesting <laughs> do you I, I, mm. I guess that's an opinion i i don't know tell honestly tell us what you guys think because yeah, we would love to know that's a that's a tricky question has time what is time has time ever started does how, it stop how do you define time mm. i have no answer to that it is the way we shape like structure i guess the way uh, we order events in our lives i don't know yeah i think like like humans just need something to help us stay organized and that's the thing we chose on to yeah we need something to hold on to because life can sometimes seem i don't want to say meaningless because that sounds so bad like i'm i promise i'm not depressed but like it, it it's kind of you get to the point sometimes where you're like, oh, like what am I doing right now? What is a the point of this? Existential. Yeah, I've, I've gone in those loops absolutely. Yeah, what what would we do? Like, let's just say there's an announcement from the government, like there's no more time. Would that change anything we do? Well, it's a way to keep us organized. Like we wouldn't know how to meet with other people yeah. without. You know what's funny when quarantine, when quarantine hit, I fully lost track of time, and I was like. I was going to bed at like five o'clock in the morning. Same. We were on calls waking, together. We yeah, were, we were talking till like five a.m. on our little Netflix parties and yeah. screenwriting. Yeah, and I was waking up at like two p.m. And when I woke up at two p.m., I would follow like a, a regular routine. I would wake up, go on a run, eat breakfast, come back. I would follow a full, and I was probably the healthiest I've ever been during quarantine. Even though my sleep schedule was just like all wonky, and I was like, I think I like I just fully lost track of time. So I think the I think time isn't. It's not real. I just feel like I, I want to say I need more time. I feel like I'm I like tell my friends who want to hang out. I'm just like, I'm sorry. We'll hang out once I have more time like this time thing. And it's probably been we were talking about this like two two years since I've ever felt like I've had time like early college, maybe maybe like a vacation. But like it's it's never there. I'm always just trying to like grab it in midair. And like, yeah. I think it's going to come like floating back to me. Yeah, but, I was t- like I was I was saying this. Yeah, we were both talking about this yesterday. I was literally like. I have been planning for next week for the past two years. For some reason, I'm just like, oh, like next week is going to slow down. Everything's going to slow down and I'm going to be able to catch up. And I've just I haven't caught up. But like (laughs) if you had more time, like what would you even do? Like like I'm like because then once I'm given time, like these odd chances, like if I have like a 30 minute break, I'm like, oh, what? what do I do? I'm like, I don't want to, like, watch TV in the middle of the day. I'm like, this is, like, to f- ha- now, quote, to have time. It's like, I don't even know what to do with it. So maybe it's, like, a, what do you call it? it contradicts itself, what yeah. I'm trying to say. Yeah. But I I, th- I think something about time is just it's out of our control, and it's going to keep going, whether it's real or not. We can debate that for hours. And it's learning how to accept that we'll continue to move on and that we are honestly powerless to time. Yeah. And we 
can't we can't predict what will happen in the future and we can only move forward from the history that we've made in the past yeah do you think that you are a more future oriented person or you do you think about um the past more um i i think that i am someone who is very future oriented because i don't like to sit I, i i don't like to feel the feelings of thinking about the past and if i took the time to actually do that it would probably probably feel very overwhelming and maybe I, if my therapist would say I should take more time to do that <laughs> but I I am very like okay the past happened and we're gonna learn from it and take notes and then move, move forward because it's done and I, I don't hold any regrets like yeah. I just try to be proud of what I do and yeah. I th- think that's a, a very admirable quality because um, I was I was gonna say like I was gonna flip the question. <laughs> yeah, um, I am a more so I I move forward. I continuously move forward. Obviously, I I work on my things. I do my things. But I am definitely a nostalgic person. If I had the time, I would sit down and stare at the wall, and think about the past and try to make sense of it. For some reason, I'm always chasing the idea of like making sense of what has happened, even though it doesn't really need to be like it happened. What happened happened, and that's it. But for some reason, I just want to sit down and just like write it all out and be like, "What does it all mean?" Well, well, but what would that fulfill if you, if, <laughs> if, if you if you actually like knew like like what what would that give you? You're someone who likes control. Would that give you a sense of control of your experience, maybe? Or yeah, yeah. I I don't think that would give me anything. I think I would, I would be like, oh. Okay, well, that makes sense now. But I would continue to think about it. I think I was more um, nostalgic when I was younger. Now I'm kind of just, like, really career-driven. But um, when I do have the time, I, I kind of will go in, like, a, a spiral. And I'm like, oh. That sounds awful, having to sit on a, to stare at a wall for five minutes. I don't know what I would do. That sounds like meditation. No, it's not meditation, but, like, I just would get bored. I, I just, like to shuffle through my thoughts. I I can like I can walk. I like to walk and think about my thoughts, but I cannot. Maybe it's the ADHD diagnosed. <laughs> but I need to move. Like the wall is not. We we are not having conversations. You you did this thing. Okay, listen to this. So we have this thing. <laughs> Aaron knows what I'm gonna bring up. <laughs> so Aaron, it's called mummy naps, and pretty much they're like up to five minutes where you just lie on a flat surface and you put your arms to your sides and close your eyes and put on headphones if you need to and stare at a wall. And it's like a little recharge time. And Aaron took one yesterday, and I was just like, "What are you doing?" I just needed I just needed my my moment. We've been so busy the past couple We've been days. Working on this. We have been I I swear to I swear every time we leave my apartment, we are sprinting with a bunch of bags like to we, get here, honestly, we yeah, sprinted. Yeah, we 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 sprinted. Um, but yeah, I, yesterday I kind of just like had the moment where I was like, I need a moment. I need to like put my headphones on, close my eyes and just like lay down and like let the music move me. I don't know. I was having a moment. Like I was about to start shaking or something. Aaron's also very introverted and I'm someone who's blah 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 and so also we've been talking to a bunch of new people this trip. So I was like uh I it, it was too much. We've been going and blowing folks. That is pretty much what we've been doing. Mhm. And like I think I think something that I've learned just like with with the weight of it all in time is that once this is okay, so I'll backtrack a little bit. I had a tarot card reading this summer, and 
not that I'm fully believe in what they say, but like I take what I want, like similar to horoscopes, you know. And something that really um connected with me that um the reader said was that I just need to let go of control of things. And I think that I've been like it's it's a simple thing to say, but it really resonated with me because with time I feel like I know what I want. I'm I'm pretty sure about that, but I. I want things a certain way and once and I want people a certain way and like I just ha- I want control of things. But once you let go of it, things just become a lot easier, right? Like Yeah. No, I com- I completely understand. I think we both have kind of an issue with control and just trying to mold things to what we think they should be we've even had that issue with like creating the podcast like we we came up with a a structure for the podcast and we're like we're gonna have 11 episodes in the first season and we've been trying to plan it but i'm like well why do we need 11 episodes like we can extend it we can make it short we can do what we want and it takes a while for us to like even realize like it's it's all up to you like everything and everything's gonna work out a song we have on the playlist is called uh live well by palace and this is a song I've been listening to all summer, and it's just talking about ebb with the full, what ebb and ebb and flow, and just like, just like going with it. And um, I I don't know. I've been trying to listen to music that has, like, lyrics that I feel like maybe osmosis will come into me <laughs> to some degree. <laughs> and this is just talking about just just letting things go and l- like letting people be here for the time and letting your experiences just, just like being you know yeah and time when it comes to people is just like a whole different topic for me just because I'm very sensitive to the way people change and who like I guess who they used to be I think change is constant obviously um but when it comes to people I'm like oh like my relationship with this person has changed and I don't know it's something that I've always been sensitive to um I think um a song on the playlist that highlights that is scott street Mm. um by phoebe bridgers um it basically kind of goes through a conversation of um like two people who haven't seen each other in a while um they're like oh how's your sister like what's what's going on and when you have those conversations with people that you haven't seen in a while like when it's someone that you're close to like when me and Aaliyah we come back together, we pick up right where we left off. But some people, like, you had your moment with them, and then the next time you see each other, it's not the it's same. It's all different. And it, it's it's so sad. We, we've had experiences where we've had mutual friends, and then it takes we take a little time, and then, it like, they're just a completely different person. And, like, I, I want them so badly to be who they used to be. And that is something I actually do feel very sensitive about, just, like, Oh, I I don't know, and it, it it's out of my control, and you just have to choose your people wisely, is, yeah, and really just try to surround yourself around people you want to be around because people will present themselves the way that they want to be seen, and they're they're not going to change for you. That, or that's a topic. Do you think that people people have the ability to change? The pessimist in me would like to say no. And you're just gonna leave it at that. No, no details necessary. But, but I, I think people can change. I, I do. Yeah, like uh, sometimes it's hard to be trusting that they have though. Like when somebody comes to you, saying that, saying that they've changed, um, and presenting in a way that, um, I guess presenting themselves in a way that seems as if they've changed. It's hard to 
it's hard to believe them because I mean, my parents always taught me like when people show you themselves, you believe them and you take it and you you show up the way that you show up that way, you know you. I don't know. So it's it's hard for it's easy it's easy for me to be pessimistic about that. I I think I might have not like a pessimistic view. I think this is realistic that I think people again will give you the actions that they want to give you. And I think I have been very naive. I'm sure I still am in different ways, but like specifically with giving too many people too many chances and being a little too trusting of people's words. And I'm now very into just let people show you what they want to show you and see how much they want to give and just try to reciprocate that balance if you want to. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's all about balance, which is, it's hard to, that's something that's hard to grasp, especially when you're younger, because you want to see the best in people. That's a song on our playlist, searching for balance. We're just, we're just trying to find it. It's, it's, it's hard to, but all you just have to find find that blend and it takes time. I will probably be saying this till we die. Yeah. I don't know if I will ever be a balanced person. (laughs) We can try though. But actively working always. Actively working to find balance. Which is pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. But like also like, like thinking about it in a more optimistic way. I have seen people who in the past were not as amazing for different reasons and have totally flourished and really change your persona and sometimes i feel like you just need experience to grow into being the better person like you need to go through like you just need to go to go through the seasons the seasons of life and just appreciate them when you have them appreciate all the good because it's everything is so fleeting everything it's so hard to be present i really i really struggle with it like because there's I'm just overstimulated most of the time. Honestly, me too. Like, <sighs> so I'll I'll take this moment just to take a breath and just appreciate. Everybody, yes, everybody, take a moment of silence. Just just think about something good in your life that like you really value or someone, and tell them you care about them, because not people don't hear that enough. Yeah. Um. So here's a here's a fun segment that we have on our show, and. So whether you are in a conversation, a sticky situation, or on a date, or just in class and you don't know what to say, I am a question person, and I would like to give you guys a question for the week that you could ask people and think about. So the question for this week is, let's just, it's about time. If you, let's just say you're watching TV, and this magical little remote shows up on your couch, and it's like a time remote, and you could fast forward it, you could fast forward time. You could jump back in time. You could change like the frequency of time. Like you can make it like go double time or slow down. Whatever. Could would you would you use it? Do you feel like you'd have self control to use it? Would you throw it away? Would you smash it? Like Aaron, let me ask you because I love knowing. I love knowing. I, Aaron just, I love when Aaron shares. She's <laughs> just she's a listener sometimes. I am a listener through and through. But for ah, uh, this question is hard because time travel is something. That I always really wanted when I was younger. I, I, to the point where I was like, I cannot believe that time travel doesn't exist. Like, I was, it I, it used to upset me. Um, but at this moment in my life, um, knowing what I know now, um, I probably wouldn't fast forward. I, I wouldn't fast forward just because I, I kind of want I want the surprise of seeing where I go. Is and it, I wouldn't go is- back. Is it worth even, like, living if you know what's going to happen? I think about this a lot, actually. I feel like if you could read the story of your life, like, 
I just wouldn't I wouldn't want to do that. I wanna I want the surprise. I have this like constant feeling where I'm like everything so much is happening and it's happening so soon and it it's a really um it's a fun feeling to have and I don't want to lose that. Yeah, if I like even if I knew what I was having for breakfast tomorrow, I'd be like, No, I wanted a surprise, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like I don't like planning out things. Even if I'm just having dry cereal, I kinda wanna I want the surprise. What would you do with the remote? Oh, I I would probably just smash it because I feel like maybe there's something like, curious like I would, like I don't know, I just wanted to know something. Or I would I would slow down like the frequency of time and like give me more time in a day. Like I would slow it down to like forty eight hours or something. I would forty eight hours in a day? No, maybe probably <laughs> thirty two. Okay. 32. I just I just need spot. a little more the ability to have a little more wow, sleep and a little more things to follow my passions and then just to do work to make money, you know. But um yeah, I would slow it down. I would not speed it up. I just uh, I need as much time as I can get. But um I would smash it cuz I have no self-control. And yeah, I don't want to fuck with time. I feel like that's like bad juju. Yeah, honestly. Um, Hashtag smash the remote. <laughs> Oh, you were talking about the Scott Street song, song and then... Oh, yeah. Guys, so do you... On TikTok, there was a trend um, about Phoebe Bridger's... Yeah, Phoebe Bridger's song, Scott Street. Um, and everybody was sharing their Scott Street photo. Um, so basically, your Scott Street photo is a photo of yourself when everything was good. And it's um, like a photo that you you won't ever get back. Um like it's a, it's represents a time in your life that you just can't go back to. So a lot of people were showing photos of like them and their dad or something like out fishing when they were like eight. It's like um, when times are good. Yeah, the good times. Uh, so um, I want to share our Scott Street photos because I think that's a fun little thing yeah, to do. We'll What's your a, Scott Street photo, Olia? Yeah. Oh, you'll see this on Instagram or something. We'll 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 post these gems. <laughs> um, <laughs> my Scott Street photo, I think, is I so saw. I used to live in New York and. I must have been like eight or nine. I was just like swagging, living my. Who said swagging? So swagging. I was swagging. I was, just I, was swagging. I guess that vibing has. I think like <laughs> vibing vibe has taken the word swag. Honestly, like, well, let's bring swag back. Oh, I don't just know. Been swagging. I was just. I had some swagger, and I was on the streets in New York with my little brother Nat. He's four years younger than me, so he must have been like a munchkin. And we were on our razor scooters in the Upper West Side, and I had my helmet on and my sunglasses, and it was just a photo of us side by side scooting in the streets and we were just happy and that was just when life was just so perfect i and honestly could see you scooting in the streets right now <laughs> oh i i have a scooter i could <sighs> bring it next time to new york oh my watch me do that catch it next time you see a scooter girl it might be me erin <laughs> what's yours uh my scott street photo is of me um and my cousin on my granddad's lap at Christmas time in oh. North Carolina. Um, that is a photo that just, every time I look at it, I'm like, oh, I'm going to cry. Because I love Christmas time. It's like a very special time with um, me and my family. We have, like, my family is very religious. Um, we have a birthday party for Jesus. Um, when we oh. sing church songs, like, around, like, the living room. And, like, we stay up till 3 a.m. just talking and just, I, I don't That's know, wholesome. reminiscing. And, that photo is a, a really beautiful photo for me. Um, it's very sad too because it's just like a it's really a moment that I'm never gonna get back because um, my granddad has since passed and you know me and my cousin aren't that close anymore. Um, it's just I don't know it represents something really beautiful for me. Full full of emotions. Yeah. Though. Thanks for sharing that one, Aaron. Um, so that 
Oh, that was a sad note. I'm, I'm sorry. Okay, we'll move on. We'll move, we'll on. move on. Um, next segment, <laughs> so, our very last segment oh, for the episode. I love this one. This one, I feel. I hope everyone gets excited about this segment because I get a little giddy because I don't know what happens on it. <laughs> oh, okay. Let me explain. So this is my segment. It's called Aaron's What's In and What's Out. Um, I saw this like on TikTok and I I love it. Um, and it's basically what my opinion on what's in and what's out. Um. So for today, we'll start with what's in. What's in? A salad and French fries. Ooh, so good! Hug it's, me up. <laughs> it has been my like go-to meal because I think you get the best of both worlds. Um, you have like your your salty fried, and then you have like your healthy, and you don't really feel bad about that meal. Salad and French fries is like like actually the perfect balance. That's how you find balance. That is ba- That is. The spokesman for balance. Yes. Um, yes. I got to try this experience yesterday, and I I, I agree. I, I was with you, of course, doing it. <laughs> but, okay, the one problem was it was we did the salad first. And Upsetting. Then, it needs, okay. They need to be side by side. So we, I didn't get the experience. I didn't. So we need to fix that. Ooh, maybe yeah. that's it tonight. Maybe after you guys maybe were going to check that out. Ooh, that, yes, yeah. it's, it's just because, oh. Potatoes, fries. Potatoes. I love potatoes. Is there anything else in? Um, two weeks from Tuesday is in. Hell fucking yeah, it is. Yeah, this mm-hmm. is our first episode. We're this is our first episode we're releasing, and obviously, two weeks from Tuesday is in. I mean, there's no other explanation. Tell your friends, cause we this is great. Follow us on Instagram at two wft podcast. If you guys need some good, if you need some good playlists, not just podcasts. Oh yeah, we're we're giving out. playlists, new music. We're, we we're giving you everything. We have a website. Like, look up, look at our website. Local artists, everything. We we've got it for you. Two local, Tuesday is local so in fashion too. Oh yeah, just supporting people, creatives that are just trying to make it. Yeah. Um, what's what's out? What's oh. out? Oh my gosh, this is so hard. Actually, maybe it's not. Let me think. Give me a second. What's out? Vitamin water. Oh, why? Okay, so I feel like vitamin water was really big when I was like 12. Wait, the zero or normal or both? All of it's out. Really? Yeah. Wait, but I, okay, tell when you're 12, what? When, my mom used to drink it all the time when I was 12. And for some reason, I just like, I would look at it and be like, mm, this is like not, I feel like this is just not that healthy. Are there actual vitamins in it? Mm, I doubt it. Is it like equal to Gatorade? Probably. I don't, I like drink it. I just don't know what's in it. I just trust that. No, I don't even trust. I know it's bad for me. I just, <laughs> I just like, I like the, I like the lemon zero. Yeah. It, yeah. It's not lemonade, but, oh, I want some lemonade. Mm, <laughs> that sounds so good. And Arnold Palmer. Do you have anything else out? Oh, yes, that too. Do you have um, anything else out? I want, I want out. Any, I like okay, the outs. Okay. I'm, I'm so sorry to say this. I think, I think. Oh. This is such a hot take because oh. I still wear them. I think high top Converse are out. I th- no. yeah yeah. What? I think the low top Converse are in. I'm I'm like, I think they're in. This is crazy. Yeah yeah. So everybody get your low top Converse. Uh, only Chuck nineties. Uh, Chuck nineties. Chuck seventies. Oh um, fake fan. She doesn't even know the Chuck number. Chuck nineties. Yeah. Chuck seventies. Um, are you wearing Converse right now? I am wearing. I'm wearing low top black. Chucks. I don't even own Converse right now. My parents threw out my dirty ones. We should fix that. You got me Converse for Christmas once. That was a good gift. Parents, great gift giver. (laughs) Anyway, anyway, that was our last segment. We're two weeks from Tuesday. I'm your host, Aaron, 
And I'm your host, Aaliyah Bloom. And we will see you next week. Check out the playlist. Or, or we won't see you next week. I'm we so sorry. In- we will see you after the break for our artist interview. We can't wait to see you and show you guys our artists. All right. Thanks. Hey guys, we're back from the break and we're here with our special guest for this episode. Would you guys like to introduce yourselves and where you're from? Uh, We're the Coyotes from Boone, North Carolina. Um, I'm Noah Schoenker. I I play drums in the band. I'm Joe Heisen. I play guitar. I'm Edwin Thomas Jr. and I am the singer. And I'm Jacob uh, and I play the bass. (laughs) <laughs> well, we're so happy to have you guys on the show. We think y'all's like all at rock sound is amazing. Very fond of the town you guys are from. Have heard many good things about Boone, North Carolina. <laughs> um, and I guess we'll get into it. Yeah, we're so excited to kick off the first episode with you guys. Kind of a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah hey, congratulations. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to y'all. <laughs> <laughs> no, shout out to you guys. You guys are great. Well, pretty much, I don't know, this episode was a little bit about, like, the passing of time and just, like, thinking about the future versus the past and how it just, like, if you think about the concept, it could just become very overwhelming sometimes. Yeah. So our our first question for you guys today is, do you believe in time travel? Because I'm a, I'm a, I'm a believer. Like, the fact that it could come to fruition eventually, like, that we, like, humanity will be able to do that. I'm looking at Jacob yes. right now, and I feel like he's very into this question. Yeah, actually, <laughs> yeah. Like, let's give really it to poor Jacob. Jacob, yeah. you you answer first. Uh, I'm gonna say no. Nah, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't think so. He's a hater. Do you want to elaborate? Oh, he has an opinion. Well, I don't know uh, if we would have known. Someone would have time traveled, and we would have. We would have. We would have known about it. Uh, yeah. No, not buying it. Personally. Not buying it. That's fair. That's fake. Fair. <laughs> well, I don't know. I think that there's, uh, I think there's like endless possibilities in in our universe, but I don't know necessarily think that, like, we're able to go forward or backwards into time without like completely scrambling our molecular makeup. You know what I mean? Like, I like, <laughs> this I is mainly Aaron's thing about time travel. <laughs> she I loves time travel. She loves the cause. I think it's gonna. I would love to. I'm curious to hear Edwin's strong opinion on this well the first thing is like what is there's no such thing as any entity that could travel in time because existence as such is time travel like we're there's no like objects that you can point to in space that are like still right everything is a collection of atoms that are moving constantly and what are they moving through time like everything is just like pockets of forward motion. <laughs> and I think that the only reason we separate things and think of like the possibility of like an object being in a different time is because we're not like clued into the way time actually operates on existence all the time. And then also I think it's just like, like it would be a politically problematic, I think, if you could travel either forwards or backwards in time. <laughs> And like the implication that you could go back in time and like change something. 
I just think would like open up a lot of really reactionary doors. So do you indeed? So yes or no? Okay. Okay. Yeah. I. I don't know. I. I mean, you can't that, top that answer. <laughs> maybe there's like, maybe there's like another planet out there that like figured it out. You know, some aliens. You know, far away galaxy. A long time ago, <laughs> you know, the galaxy far, far away. You know. Yeah, sure. <laughs> do, do you guys watch Rick and Morty at all? I a little bit. I've seen it. <laughs> okay, but no one's a big fan. Like, just are, you, like are you a big fan? Huh? Okay, like the new seasons are fine, but like I, I'm like when it was coming out, I was a big fan for sure. Okay. okay. I, yeah. Yeah, I definitely really liked it when it first came out. I thought it was really. I mean, I think it's a very clever show. But I just think clever. there's a stigma now. Big, it's a big brain sure, around, around. You have like, to be an intellectual. Oh yeah, I'm a Rick. And, I'm a Rick and Morty fan. Oh God, <laughs> no, that is not me. I just, that, that, like, I just get cooked sometimes to watch it. Like, <laughs> like you, you walk into someone's house and you see like a bong with like Rick and Morty on. They're on every weed apparel thing. Like I know they're big, but do you have to literally coin every like marijuana thing? I don't know. No, I thought that was so funny. Those no. intellectual stoners, man. They, they can't get enough. Those stoners. <laughs> black holes, bro. Like, there's dimensions in every black hole that exists in our galaxy. But that's bro. the other thing. That's how I feel about parallel universe theory, too. Like, I feel like it's reactionary completely. Like, the idea that we are just live in one of infinite possible worlds, like, that that would mean that the like suffering that goes on in this world means nothing in the grand scheme of things Indeed. oh i no agree with that i think we're just floating on a rock and there's a lot of other action and most things are just like uh, you know <laughs> to some degree keep things lighter no i i think there's so much other life going on like absolutely yeah hey, real quick, this, is, this is nick one of our sound guys What's oh, up? The sound guy in Boone. Right? Well, so we, we spent a lot of time on that question. If y'all want to move on, we can. I don't know. No, I like that you guys took it seriously. <laughs> Usually <laughs> people don't take it seriously and they're like, okay, whatever, time travel. So I think another concept we talk about, we don't really go, we went more into time travel in this little chat than we did in the, we episode, actually did the episode. Yeah. Which we love. We try to have a range of topics. Um, <laughs> That's good, yeah. But um, we talk a lot about, like, I think Aaron and I, like, think about the past and future differently aaron's one to like really romanticize the past and like go in loops of like dwelling on past people and experiences and i think i kind of just erase it i'm like for better or worse just move forward do you guys feel like how, how do you guys deal with that stuff are any of you guys very in your head about that or about like our own past yeah like about like past people and experiences do you guys like play a loop of that and are very nostalgic um Personally, I think I'm more focused on like what I don't know. I always feel like everything I'm doing, I could do better in some way, whether it be music or, you know, how I go react to like different scenarios. And so, like, I don't really think about the past too much because, like, I think, like, I don't know, I'm just more focused on like how I can deal with the future, I guess, more so than worrying about the past because, like, I think there's a lot more. Um, I think there's a lot better it's just a lot better for you i think to just focus on your future and work on those things than to like think about everything that happened before i guess but i mean not to it's a bad like it's nice to sometimes i guess you know to be because it's a dangerous but. loop it is a dangerous loop <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, don't know, that's I, was, I was gonna say i i definitely have the tendency to do that but i i wouldn't describe it as nostalgic more just like 
anxious and like replaying like, things I've done wrong. Or we like, just think about the dramatic <laughs> things. <laughs> but, but, yeah, well, I mean, you know, there's lots of lessons to be learned from one's past. That's true. Yeah. yeah. But I feel like if you overanalyze that, you'll you'll wind up wishy-washy. I don't know if this is like quite an answer to your nostalgic question, but you know, yeah. What do you think, Jacob? I agree. You know, we can learn things from the past, but uh, I like to live in the present, uh, personally. But you can just do that. Like that's what I want to do. But like, I just can't just snap my fingers and be like, I'm I'm in present mode now. Maybe that's maybe it should be that easy, but. I, well, I think that's where something like performing like comes in, like to have something in your life where like if you are not dwelling in the present, it's like you're you're going to fuck it up, you know, like or you have to get, get to the headspace of where you're just right there. And it just brings you back every time you do it. So if you, you know, like that's, that's something I think that performing has really given to me, at least is like I can't stay in that cycle for too long because I'm going to have to come back to the moment eventually. No, I think that's wise. Do you yeah. want to? <laughs> okay, so thank you for humoring us with our podcast questions and our like <laughs> episode content. Um, but more about you guys and your music. Um, where did you guys? How did you guys come up with your name? Um, there's a you mentioned RKS. Um, on your, uh, I guess email. Um, there's another band that have been called the Nude Party that aren't you know quite as big, obviously, but but they're they're getting big we yeah they're definitely going to come up but we like them a lot um and uh they have a song called uh wild coyote which is like personally probably my favorite song by them and um i thought the idea of like having coyote in the name would be really cool because we were we were going going back and forth band names for like a solid minute we used to be called a phoenix complex named after this like halfway house that we lived next to um but we thought that sounded a little too like metal i don't know it does feel a little metal yeah. <laughs> it's complex like yeah a little intense um the other thing that this is and this was kind of added after we chose the name the coyotes but i when we started the band we were really into the album uh marky moon by television um mm. and it gave us like a lot of our early ideas for our songs and you know coyotes howl at the moon and I thought that was a cool. Why are you putting weight on me, bro? Think about it. <laughs> okay. No, that's good to know. So I guess we switch switch vibes a little bit, but I think the coyotes is cool. Yeah. It's kind of sleek. It's nice. Um we we can go to the, the next question. We want to know like who you guys feel like are your music inspirations. Um and it could be individually, like the way you guys play or as a band, however you guys want to take that. Um I mean, it kind of jumps from time to time. Um, I think we all have a lot of different influences individually and collectively. Um, like, you know, usually we'll be in a big, like, we'll, like, we had a big Talking Heads uh, kick there for a while where we just, like, really based our sound off them. And then, I, I think that that's still probably the main. Yeah, I think that's definitely like a main influence. influence. Like, um, But definitely not just, like, the soul. Like, obviously, we have a lot of different sounds going on based off a lot of different bands. Um been really into um the smiths but obviously we haven't been able to apply that to our songs lately because we haven't um sat down and written a lot of songs in the last couple months but um other influences i would say you know can range from like you know classic rock like led zeppelin to like modern indie like um the strokes maybe or like 
Um, there's this band called Twin Peaks we really like. Oh, um, I love Twin Peaks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we saw them live a couple of years ago. They're yeah. great. Oh my um, god. With our, with our album that's out on Spotify currently, that's got a lot of blues and blues like mid party influence plus Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks. A lot on that. Yeah. Um, um, I mean, we have Jack White influence too, especially in our new single. Mm. Um, that guitar, that little guitar solo there. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, we try to just do our best to take all of these influences and combine them into something that we make our own. You know, we yeah, also love parquet own. forts. We love parquet forts, especially oh, Brooklyn. I think Brooklyn band. When I started listening to to them, oh, they are from Brooklyn. Yeah. When I started listening to them, like that really changed the way that I approached we were Friday. Yeah, um, television is also another one, kind of like the Talking oh, Heads era. I love television too. Yeah, um, we get we get some com- comparisons to them sometimes when we play. People are like, "You guys sound like television," <laughs> which you know, definitely take that. that for yeah, sure. <laughs> like television. So, and your and your your Spotify bio, it says that you guys are trying to push older styles in like a new, unrealized direction. What do you feel like music these days is missing that you guys are trying to offer to your audience? Um, I think music, I think a lot of times music kind of lacks, I think it lacks the creativity sometimes that it could like, that could, like I think sometimes bands, especially like rock bands, like really base their sound off of like one previous band or like, it's just not a lot of like, variety of variety or ability to like do something technically really well or something like that which which is not the same thing i think it's like having imagination and creativity when you're like writing parts themselves like having parts being more impactful but less intricate i think is a is something that we'd like to because you know there's a lot of like rock bands out there that are like flashy and that's like their stick their stick you know like oh like we hit this crazy lick here that's like makes us that um makes us interesting if you will but i think that the in the sense of like part writing like joe's done a really good job at creating parts on the guitar that are very simplistic that are still very impactful i guess um that's one aspect of what we want to bring to the table i feel like yeah <laughs> um well let, let's do uh, like our last Last oh question? yeah next question okay so you guys um your band is a is a pandemic baby um do you guys feel like you had an advantage because you had so much time to make music or did you have time to make music or- um i kind of think during that pandemic like a lot a good portion of it like we weren't even together as a band we had been together be- right before the pandemic and kind of played some never really played in shows we did like an open mic at one point and then um but during that pandemic, we actually took a, a pretty long like hiatus, hiatus. and even even when we came back, we you know we worked out some material, but we didn't we didn't produce that much during the pandemic. We've definitely produced a lot more post like right pandemic. After. I mean, obviously the pandemic was still kind of there, but like not near to the extent of which it was before. And I think if anything, like um, it, but but I, I wouldn't say it wasn't productive either because I think like for me at least like during that pandemic I dove into a lot of styles and like artists that I hadn't really dove into before I think it like opened up like my mind at least in terms of like music and like helped me think of like new ideas that maybe I wouldn't have thought of before then you know totally I I also think the main advantage that the pandemic gave us was that it made us hungry Mm -hmm. and it made us angry and we were like 
we were at this point. This and this was a, a real like watershed moment for me. Which was just coming back and deciding to be in this band, like kind of towards the end of the pandemic, but it's still going on. It was just the decision that, like you know, my entire society is collapsing around me, and there's still people telling me, you know, that I can't pursue being in a, a band and making music as like the purpose of my life and like those two things are in total contradiction to me and i think all of us just kind of realized like you know we can really do some some shit if we just hunker down and do it and we were so frustrated from not being able to do anything for so long i think that it, it drove us to to get stuff done we were also fortunate enough to have like we were all living in a a location that allowed us to do like porch there porch shows so like before the pandemic, <laughs> my father was just talking about all these porch shows i've never yeah. heard of them so <laughs> Thank there you. was before the pandemic there was a decent house show scene in boone um but then you know I, I, once 2020 arose like there wasn't and the pandemic became the main fucking deal <laughs> there wasn't a lot of house shows going on because everyone's staying home you know all that stuff but once spring of 2020 hit or 2021s pardon me um that completely changed and like people started going out more and we were just like having like other bands come and play on our porch and you know free shows like people just pulling up and watching music you know partying and having just a really good time you know uh compared to like if you were to go to like a frat show or something or frat house for like a dj or something you know so there was this new like kind of um scene that boone hadn't really um uh felt in a while and so we had it was for we were fortunate enough to like be one of the leading bands in in the scene um that arose post pandemic so well, it was it was pretty cool there was um a lot of different houses that popped up that hosted shows and it was just a, a very magical time if you will <laughs> i was gonna ask you because you like mentioned all the music going on in your town like if you could like go into like a little more of like the music music culture and all that of like where you guys are from because i feel like um, it's a special place kind of there's yeah. definitely a large variety of, of music in boone like i wouldn't for the most part i would say no two bands are really the same um you know you have just to name off some bands you have like you have us that's like kind of psychedelic you know post-punk you know and then you have babe haven that's like riot girl like punk you know and, and you have um caffeine daydream that's a little grungier a little more like emo kind of style um, if that's if you think that's accurate, mm-hmm. I think that's grunge is, is more accurate. Yeah, yeah. Then you have but like, emo elements for then sure. You have I jam think. bands that have arisen have like Jacuzzi, Jacuzzi um, and then this mm-hmm. other band who's been around forever called Funkle Stillskin. They're like a funk, funk oh, jam. I've heard band. of them actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 There's, there's this really cool like shoegaze band called Kiss It Make It Better that we just played with. Yeah. On, uh, um, and right now there's a yeah Felspar. It's jazz. Like this heavy metal band. Yeah. There's this jazz funk fusion called Educated Guests. They're one of the best bands. In Boone right now, if not the best band in Boone. Also check out Educated Guests. Yeah, real. yeah. Um, if you want to interview, writing a list. Yeah, we're taking we're, notes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Educated <laughs> Guests would definitely be the ones to hit up. They don't have any music on really Spotify nice yet, um, but they are soon going to be releasing stuff. Hopefully, and they're going to blow up. They're going to blow they up. Are you guys all friends, or is it just like, like all these bands? You is it like competitive like or more community? No, we're we all, all know each other. None of us are really competitive. There's not really like any explicit competition in the music scene in Boone. But there's definitely undertones of it sometimes but we're not all super tight but there's definitely like pockets of people that are really close with each other i, I would say Noah, or something <laughs> no one's really a lot more familiar with all the bands he's a lot closer with all the members you know um 
He's a lot more I'm, social with them. Uh, me and or the rest of us aren't super just because you know we all have our like own things. But there's some people that were. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, definitely. So, I mean, there's lots of people. Also, I'm just, just not super extroverted, so like I don't, you know. I've just made a point. <laughs> I've just made a point to like try to get to know everyone in this scene and, and be a friendly face uh, of mm-hmm. like our band, I guess, and just like other part in, in in other parts of the community, like the bar I work at and everything. So I, I'm not like crazy close with anybody, but it's good to have that like relationship with all these other bands that you know. You can kind of like call up on them at any time and they can help you out, you know, the, kind of that sort of relationship. Yeah, a lot of nice people, definitely. No, no, that was, that was well said. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think yeah, those were was, like, that. those were our questions, right? Yeah, we're, we're, we're so happy to get you guys to be on the show. And I don't we, know. Yeah. Oh, well, what were you going to say? No, no, no. You have. Oh, okay. I'll just take it on. No, you guys are amazing, and we appreciate you guys hopping on. And your guys' sound is incredible. And everyone should go check out the Coyotes. Yeah, follow them on Instagram, Spotify, listen to their song on our playlist for this episode. Um, yeah, and that's a wrap. Yeah, thank you well, guys for coming. Well, thanks so All much. Right. Yeah, that was, that was cool.